revolution is televised. Good morning, everybody out there in the radio waves. Good morning, Sunset Flip Radio Nation. Welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I am your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi, joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Ooh, yeah. That was a good macho man. Uh, It's... Thursday morning. I know. Um, we're both off. We're both off on Thursday morning, but we both have a lot of errands to do because, again, that thing called life jumps into this podcast world. But um, life. we got a lot of stuff done today. And we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, not just our wonderful fig collection that's getting bigger and bigger by the day, but yeah, we're, we're hunting. Like, we, we are my, hunting. My, my we're back. You know what? Today. We're back. To getting the we're hunt going on, we, yeah, we we kind of we, we lulled. Well, we lulled because there wasn't much going on. I no, mean, you know, to be to be completely honest, there wasn't that much going on. Did you have me. to tighten your microphone today? No, I did. That's good. It. Yeah, I know. Right. That's a sweet spot. We have here on here. It's funny here uh, at I our found, studio. I found the G spot of yeah. microphone <laughs> positions. <laughs> <laughs> the microphone climaxes every time Alex touches it. No, but it's funny because here in the studio, besides the micro clit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that comment kind of just derailed. I was going to say, um, for anybody, out, yeah, for anybody out there who doesn't know what our studio looks like, you can go on our social media and check out our tour. But we have some new additions. So it's funny because on our little table, it's it's a card table, ladies and gentlemen. It's a leather bound card table that I got off of Amazon for twenty bucks. Leather bound books. Yeah, and we have our the computer, the audio interface, and the microphone. So I have like some figures here and. Alex has a pair of pliers because every week uh, his yeah. microphone <laughs> falls. <laughs> so we have figures, pliers, a random piece of sandpaper, and um, the knowledge of the art and sport of professional wrestling, which is why you... <laughs> huh? And this random thing of sandpaper. And uh, the uh, knowledge of the art and sport of professional wrestling, that is why you're back here better than ever every week. That's why we come back to you better than ever every week. Um, and I mean coming back from last week we were on the high of wrestlemania you know and the go home show and all this stuff and not really the go home but the show after mania the raw after mania everyone thinks that's going to be great the smackdown after mania kind of tanked if you ask me but yeah that show was non-existent it was i mean besides once bes- again you get the you, appearances you, i mean how how drawn out are these appearances that waited. we're talking about Two hours now for Roman Reigns to cut a nothing promo yes. to only put over the Usos. Who are now main me, eventing Raw. Yeah, which tells me we'll that, that I think he's actually hurt. He's hurt. And they're not bringing it up. I haven't read anything on the dirts. You can tell me otherwise. Mm, I'm, I've been kind of dirty. haven't bathed. I t- Today's Thursday. Tomorrow. So after tomorrow, mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee if he's not on and doing anything and pushing any storyline and giving us... Nothing to go off of. Remember, now we're all trying to set up for Who? WrestleMania him and Nakamura? Backlash. Yeah, him yeah. and Nakamura, which is kind of random. So Nakamura loses the opening match at, well, at WrestleMania. You got to have a something going on. Yeah, I guess. Or he could just take that one off. But I mean, he hasn't taken out Nakamura, so I mean that's just that's just another name to his list. That's true. So, but I mean, I think the bigger news after. The, the tragedy that was The Rock not showing up again yeah. for the second year in a row. And we've been talking about this for two years. I I first saw it on social media, but Alex actually sent me the clip that... What about it? Oh, I'm just... Nah, that yeah, one's okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't like any warrior figures. I'm lucky I bought that one over there. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know what possessed you to buy that one. Because I, I wanted to buy the series. That's why I uh, bought it. Right, this was early in the Yeah. Chase. So, Alex sent me a video of the TV show Young Rock, and this is where Joe, a.k.a. Roman Reigns' character, gets involved at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to his cousin, uh, Dwayne, who is, what, in college at this time? 
Uh, no, he is High out school? of college. He's out of 25, college. 20, yeah, about 25, 26. Okay. He just turned down the chance to go back to the CFL because they wanted him back um, up in Canada. And now he's decided to go into the business. And now he's set on it. This is it. He finally found what he needs to be mm-hmm. doing. He gave you the whole seven bucks story, yeah. which was really cool. Um, and now his dad is training him reluctantly because he's really being hard on him. Um, and this is where you get to see where they're quote unquote, you know, for lack of a better term, Rocky relationship, you know, kind of really gets to how it is and where they have a big falling out going on, uh, down the line. But the biggest part of the foreshadowing is the fact that they're watching wrestling together and... They're watching it with the Iron Sheik, the Wild Samoans. Yeah, the whole um, family. The whole, the whole nine, everybody. And there. he even says, the young kid, the young Joe says, yeah. acknowledge, acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. So right there tells you what? I mean... Come on. That ironically, was the best this is bag tease of all yeah, time. Yeah, ironically, this is after WrestleMania. This is after everybody like my like ourselves has said that The Rock has to come out. If it doesn't come out, it's a shitty WrestleMania. Right. So they're using the NBC vehicle to deploy the the, the next nuclear we rock bomb. Or we riot. Yeah. We'll put that on a sign. We what? rock or we riot. Yeah. There go. Put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. We have three shirts in two weeks, but. They're going to drop the biggest nuclear bomb on all of our faces soon, mm-hmm. and it's going to be The Rock is coming back. I Now, I'm, I, I'm to... just going to say it now. I'll just get it out of the, out of the clear. The Rock is going to be at WrestleMania in Hollywood. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. You, Whoever's it, listening it, out there, you the can do the math. It's the Hollywood kind of it ending is. story, whatever yeah. thing you can tell. It's perfect. That's They're all I'm going to say. They're going to have to set this up in order to sell tickets by... October, November, when mm-hmm. they start to go on sale every year. And I'll tell you when it starts. It starts when Cody Rhodes wins Money in the Bank. Which I, I read that. Right. I'm okay with that. He, he wins okay Money in the Bank, and then he defends it two days later on July 4th. The uh, American Nightmare winning it on 4th of July. How more fucking patriotic can we get? Let it be. Come on. Take the belt off reins then. July. Hmm. What's What's around the corner? Hmm. SummerSlam. Well, how? Where is SummerSlam? Well, that's, a, that's a whole thing. SummerSlam's can... outside in Nashville with 70,000 people. Is it? It is. Oh. SummerSlam's in Nashville, Money in the Banks, that at Reliant Stadium. That sounds actually really fun. It does. Or you've been. I've been to Nashville. Yeah. It's very nice. I went there for sounds New like Year's Sounds like a really a rowdy ago. time, and I do know that a lot of the ah, wrestlers yeah. prefer to go to Nashville a lot. Ironically, I was there, there the too. weekend of a live event. Because I took a picture with some kid's belt. He oh, had nice. a he had a universal belt. There's a, a uh, there's a live event on uh, Julia's birthday at yeah. seven o'clock at Trenton. In Trenton, <laughs> it's Saturday night's I, main event. Said, Tickets are like twenty bucks. I selfishly wanted to go. <laughs> I was I got my buddy Ray Ray is getting married. My uh, fraternity brother. If he well, I mean, well, I I don't know if I would have gone because the, I'm on baby countdown now. Christine's yeah, due in 13 yeah. days. You, you're For, not 12 going, days. I'm you're sorry. Not going anywhere. Christine's due in 12 days, ladies and gentlemen. So the baby can come anytime. Wow. So, um, $100 dad. I know. The, the the future women's champion of the WWE, if there was WWE by the time she gets older, uh, will be born soon. And in social media, you will see that. Because uh, I'll probably tag us in for some reason. And I'll put a picture of, like, Macho Man and my daughter next to each other. Like, oh, yeah. Or something like that. Um, <laughs> He's already got a plan. Yeah, I got a plan ready to go. You got to wear a wrestling shirt. Because I wore a wrestling shirt. I have one. I'm going to I'm gonna probably be selfish and rock the flip. I have a best dad er- ever shirt that I'm going to wear on the way home. But to be there, like, in the core when you're there. I'm gonna rock the flip. Oh, okay. You know, wow, promoting the business. Promoting the business. I mean, well, there's plenty of them in the corner. Have, we didn't have shirts back then. There's so plenty I, of them I in the corner for us to pick through. Yeah, so true. I mean, different sizes for you to different pick. sizes for me to pick through. I started okay. off as a three X. Now I'm winding down to an XL. Now, there you go. Um, no, but I mean, I I think that if Cody wins Money in the Bank, because they're pushing this guy now, man. Like this is it. I you they're, know he got two huge pyro entrances. They're pushing him like. Cody Rhodes' pyro cost is like the entire pyro for the past year for yeah. Monday Night Raw. Yep. Honestly. He's not coming from the center anymore, like from the ground. He has the smoke now, which is fine. That's right? fine. That's I perfectly fine. They might a lot actually of people have had change smoke. that for 
um, paper or they will. Live events, they will. But They'll put him on a pedestal. Yeah. Put Cody Rhodes on a pedestal and have him come through the ground perfectly fine. Listen, but he is so him, over right now. Ride it to the wheels yeah. fall off, man. And did you see how he was saying banned words the other day on Raw? Yeah. And, and, the, and the Miz called him out? Yep. That's the whole gimmick. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. part of his gimmick. Yep. Because he wants to be different because where he was from six years ago is a lot different from where he is now. Right. So I respect that. And also where he's coming from. Again. Saying if, wrestler. Yeah. They're we're superstars. Superstar, you know, whatever. So it's, he's like, belt. A belt holds up your pants. Pants. Yeah. Classic. It's Vince. called title. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you go back into our catalog of 106 episodes, wherever you get your podcast, I have been the number six, one. Six, 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 I have been like one of the biggest slander people of Cody Rhodes. But I mean... You know, no pun intended. It's a new day. Yes, it is. But I mean, at the same time, I didn't like how he was treating himself differently than everybody else back in AEW. But now he's into the environment of the WWE where it's it, a lot different. And I'll t- it's more structured, honestly. Yeah. Like think of, of the, think of the WWE as using like if you're going to a destination that you don't know where you're going, mm-hmm. you follow maps. Yeah. Right. They, AEW yeah. is like I'm gonna wing it. Yeah, there that, is a and, that, and that's how they're doing traveling. it now. Yeah. They are. Yep. AEW is is kind of. I'm not saying they're stealing what the WWE did or what. Yeah, it's they doing. are. We were just talking about that. They're going to India now. Yeah, because they had. I gotta dial it up on the Instagram. I just lost it, but uh, they had last night. They had uh, Suzuki against Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor television title, which Samoa Joe won at the end. And He's Sanjay Dutt, champion, right? yeah, and Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal started attacking Samoa Joe with this new guy, seven foot five Indian fella. Forgot his name already. Seven five. Um, yeah. He was an Indian, the first, I think, the first Indian player to get drafted in the NBA. Hmm. So AEW signed him, I guess, last year, and he made his debut because they want to get the clientele over in India because I guess they're moving towards that way. Mm-hmm. They're, they're looking is, for a global expansion. Too, this I is mean. like how Hinder the Jinder happened. Remember, re- remember everybody. This is how any Indian star gets over. Yeah. It's because something's coming up. Jinder Mahal was a WWE champion. A lot of people may not remember that, and, and pre-COVID, but some of us do. They had plans on doing NXT India. Yeah, they did. You know? They had so. they they had a show. Like I think that if you go on the network, they have like a WWE India. Branded show I watched. Mansoor's on it. You got a couple different women on it. You got Jinder Mahal on it. But I mean, they're taking that. You know, I mean, I I can't say that they're doing what the WWE did, but it's the same business tactic. I thought it was kind of funny yesterday that between it was a really bad segment with Thunder Rosa and Nyla Rose just to promote their match on Friday or Saturday at Battle of the Belts, where. Now the Rose gets a cake thrown in her face, and then I instantly thought of Tony Storms last week in WWE, how mm-hmm. that happened with her and Charlotte Flair, and I'm like, hmm, was that a a dig a dig to WWE, or was that just something that the AEW came up with? Honestly, you, can, you honestly can say everything it's like that is a small dig. stuff, it, yeah, because right now it's like the Simpsons did it. You know, there was an episode of South Park where they were doing stuff, and people were like, oh yeah, the Simpsons did that, and that was a whole running thing. Through that whole episode. Well, the Simpsons predict the future. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, the State of the Union on AEW right now, Hangman was not on the show last night. He is facing Adam Cole in a Texas death match, the same kind of match I there's, was at. There's no build for that. There is no build. Like, this is what I don't get. They, they played a package, a video package, about 10 minutes before the main event that was like four minutes long. But you're not going to have your AEW champion on your show before he defends the title on a nationally televised show, which is on three hours earlier because it's live. Rampage is live. So this is what, like, the answer to WrestleMania for Tony Khan, in his opinion, was to have this match live at 7 o'clock on Rampage with Paige against Cole. Got it. That was, like, his answer for what WrestleMania did with Stone Cold and, you know, those moments that is, they had. Is he making another huge announcement again? He is on Wednesday. Another huge announcement. What do we think this The last is? one was Ring of Honor that he bought. I think this one is, in my opinion, is going to be streaming. Something with streaming, in my opinion. What everybody thought the last announcement yes. was supposed now, to be. Now, apparently, 
HBO Max. HBO something. Max. I guess NJPW in Japan bought a has like the streaming rights to AEW now. I heard. Yeah, on New Japan TV or mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, there may be a connection with that, but in my opinion, I think the big announcement slated for this Wednesday is going to be Tony Khan reaching a settlement for a streaming platform. Wow. So that just gives me another reason to spend money on streaming platforms because again, if I'm going to pay fifteen dollars a month for HBO Max, whatever it is, and I'm going to get one of the pay per views. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. If he streams now, he's going to have more pay-per-views because yeah. you're not going to have four. No. You're going to maybe six. Yeah. Bump it to six, maybe. You know, because again, you're dangerously going into the territory that you strive from the beginning mm-hmm. to be different from. Yes. But you're realizing, hey, it works for them. You're, you're, Let's adopt it and let it work you're for dipping, us. You're dipping your toes in the sand. Right. So, you know. And again, so going back to how we we got here by talking about Cody because there's our bridge, right? So, you know, I think Cody was always, and I think I had said this a long time ago, and and you and and maybe Jeff might have said it a long time ago too. Cody was always WWE-ized in AEW. So he he always stuck out like a sore thumb. He did. He, He helped put together a company that wasn't really for him. If you think about it in the the bigger picture, his job was to make the young people look good. Yeah, and so the that way was everything his job. not to know, be world heavyweight champion, no. but to do that. The way everything kind of played out is what we see now. And Cody came back to WWE, which is a perfect fit for him. He went, did his thing, got this started, has that under his belt, and you know you, you couldn't be happier for the guy. But in the heart of hearts, he's still a WWE product and now that he's back with the brand he looks more comfortable to me too exactly and I mean you can tell from the other night on Raw when he had his first match on Raw six years against the Miz he's been working WWE style on AEW television and it just doesn't translate because it's wrestling and uh, sports entertainment and he was always the sports entertainment of the you know the wrestling world so this is where it works for him and it started off this weekend or this week, this past week, where the WWE actually marketed what time his match was going to be. Yeah. We've never seen this before. I mean, I don't think I have. But... No, normally what they do is they'll tell you a match is coming up in the second hour of the program. Yeah, but never third, never at a time. Never at a specific time. Like, Cody Rhodes is wrestling The Miz at 9 o'clock. Holy crap. I got to make sure I'm not taking a shit at 9 o'clock so I can watch this match. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and it's basically, you know, right now, I, I guarantee you it's for ratings. So they're going to it is. look at the rating whenever that comes out, check it, and see, okay, is this sustainable? Are we going to do this again? Did this work? And, you know, all the business aspects of it. He, He's going to get you ratings, he was introduced in a smart way in WWE again finally, by WrestleMania. Finally, like, seventy-seven thousand you know, fans. They don't do this too often. No, they don't. This is what we complain about. Huge pop, huge pop on Monday night, the next night, and on the Raw after Mania. Huge pop again the week after in his first match on television. Two he slated <laughs> two crazy entrances. He's gonna have another banger of a match at WrestleMania Backlash against Seth Rollins, which there, there. if code if. If uh, Roman doesn't wrestle, could be the main event. Yeah, you, you're. I mean, Charlotte Ronda would, but three. Yeah, I can't believe I said uh, that. Matches in a row from three separate feuds. Yeah, you might get Ronda Charlotte. You're going to get Cody and Seth, and then you're going to get. Um. You might get Edge versus. Thank you. Styles. That, that's that's yeah, where I'm going. You might get that. Yeah. Um. But I mean, you know, we'll be talking about that once the card is is you know more the card is made but and that's uh that's on the eighth yeah it's on mother's that's day. on mother's day yeah, yeah. but it's it's just crazy that he's getting this push this quick and it, uh, the the wwe is going with it which is smart you Turn know what i mean into the skid yeah that's it they're, they're turning they're they're turning like to a hot streak you know what i mean like the hot spot of the, you know the hot spot of the zone like when uh when batters this is right in the middle. That's you know it. what I mean? Right this is like center. this is like Kofi. This is like Daniel Bryan in WrestleMania 30. This isn't like Big E. Which they were still Big e, reluctant Big e to Big E was do, very but... rushed, in my opinion, and we've said that before. But, I mean, I think this is going to turn into uh, an, an area where you're going to see Cody Rhodes become a, a world champion pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And when I mean pretty soon, within the next three months. 
and then they're going to take it from there. Because once the belt is off Roman, whether he's hurt or not, then you can finally take his character and branch it into different ways that you that you could have done a couple months ago. But he's stranglehold on this title. And he's being protected. So He is being protected because the people that he's facing. And it costs you <coughs> doing business with other people and, and whatever yeah. and all these feuds right now. We've said before that The Rock is the only person that can beat Roman Reigns. For a belt, maybe not now. Because I didn't think that Brock was going to win. I had, no, I had yeah. zero, zero confidence in Brock Lesnar yeah. to win. Now, Cody Rhodes is different now. You paid him a lot of money. You have him come over six years not, not in but the business how do you, in WWE. So this will put us down a rabbit hole, but how do you have, let's say, Cody beat Roman? Cash it in on two days after. You cash it in. On July fourth, Monday, live, and he beats Roman clean. Who is Roman facing that he's going to win, and then Cody Steele comes in and steals it? Like who? Who's the, who's his opponent at Money in the Bank? Yeah, like be? how do we get to that? Oh, probably Drew McIntyre. Oh man, because Drew McIntyre is next in line. Drew McIntyre is a put. He's just a pin cushion. He could be. He's next in line after Shinsuke. He's, yeah. he's next in line, and I think he's number. two. Overall, I think he's number two babyface. Uh, no, Cody's he's number, number two babyface. In the company? Yeah, I think that's what the dirt sheet said. Yeah, I mean, if Drew's one, then Cody's two. Who's who's three? Ricochet? I guess. Milk carton guy. You know what I mean? Milk carton guy who's wrestling, ironically, Jinder Mahal this week for the IC title. But, I mean, I mean, other takeaways from Monday Night Raw. I didn't enjoy the Bobby Lashley almost thing. Bobby Lashley was just throwing furniture around, saying that he's better. <laughs> he's all pissed off. You know what I mean? Um, Bianca Belair and Sonya Deville, that kind of confused me because that would have been a good vehicle to put Asuka or to put Bailey in. But instead, we're going Sonya Deville. And yep. again, if you compare Roman Reigns to like Bianca Belair, I don't see Sonya Deville beating Bianca Belair at WrestleMania backlash for the title. Maybe this means that what? Maybe this means Becky Lynch taking time off. Yeah, it's just an in-between feud. It's just a, to just get like Shinsuke. To you know it. what I mean? And then, unfortunately... Because the bigger... The bigger so the next thing is... Uh, actually, in June is supposed to be Hell in a Cell. And then July is your Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. So, remember, Cody can't win Money in the Bank because it happens in July. What do you mean? I got I to Google it. I mean, he can win it, but he can't do the 4th of July thing. Why? Unless he's just going to win it literally on the 4th of July. But he can't cash in because money. Oh, yep. It's on a Saturday. Never mind. He's going to cash in. I thought it was later. No, nah, he's going to he's gonna win. Then he's going to. I think he's going to cash it in on Monday. Okay. He's going to win the Ugh. money in the bank. And what's the point? Uh, once again, uh, to use the, the briefcase shortly after. I'm telling you. I always wanted to see somebody get the briefcase and hold on to it for almost that full calendar year. And then when that match is about to start. Seth Rollins had it for a while. He did. He did have it for a very long time. Probably he had longest. it for about nine months. Ziggler had it for a while. Yeah. Cody Rhodes had it for a while. I mean, um, Seth Rollins had it for a while. Carmella had it for a long time as a woman. She did. Yeah. But I want to see somebody go down to the wire like, holy shit, I didn't use it. I've got 30 minutes left to use this thing before this next match. That's, that, that would be interesting. It would be very interesting. But, I mean, it's I think given... Or maybe some... Well, no, never mind. I think giving Cody the briefcase, it's not that bad of an idea. It's giving the, your top baby face the chance to be champion. You feel bad for everybody else who's going to be in that match with him. But... Why? Just play again, placeholders. Yeah, I mean, normally you want to try I, to elevate I, I bet people. you that I bet you if we had to pick six people to be in that match from both brands, We're I could probably pick, I picking could pick the six same right people. Now. The only six people we ever talk about, in my opinion, it would, outside it would be, of a champion, it would be Cody. I can't include, I, I don't, I'm not gonna Sammy? include Drew. Mm, I don't know. He's he's doing a lot Fe- of good work. Theory for would be in that match. Yes, he would. Maybe, yep. maybe Orton, maybe. Because Riddle was in the Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. maybe the Thorn. And what do you think about this? I wanted to—I didn't ask you about this. What do you think of them possibly, which well, not possibly, but looks like they're going to unify the tag belts. They start off with the heavyweight, right? And then move into the tags. What's next? The woman? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like the unification of. T- Actually, I take that back. 
I think it's smart. The, the tag. There's yes. not there's not, there's not enough lot. teams. That makes sense. That makes sense. The men's heavyweight championship, no. Um, again, for brand purposes, having your tag champs bounce back and forth between shows makes the tag team division more um, must watch. More must watch because now with the addition of the other champion or the one champion now. Well, whoever wasn't or lost and now isn't champion, well, they're still there in whatever brand that they fell on. Um, so you still have them. And in a short, you know, we always talk about the tag teams. There's barely any tag teams. Six. You know, I, I don't know what's going on Seven. with this Gunther and whatever they changed his name to thing going on. Ludwig? Ludwig, yeah. Ludwig, yeah. Von Beethoven, yeah. <laughs> yep. Original plans for that was to keep Walter and, and uh, Imperium separate. The original plans was to have Walter in one show and Imperium as a tag team on the other show. That okay. was that was their plan. That was the original plan. But um, they didn't bring up Eichner for some reason. I don't know why. He was doing... He was a phenomenal talent. He, he, well, first of all, he's Built been like in NXT plug. for a very, very long been. time. He has been. Very long time. He was in the um, Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's been around for a while. Yeah. Um, NXT... Did you watch last night? I did. Or the I other always, night? I always got to watch it. It's Mandy Rose and, and Toxic Attraction. It's must-watch television. Yeah, I mean, Mandy Rose went over in Dakota Kai. I'm not surprised, but, I mean, smoke show. That, ma- that match was a stinker, though. Oh, it was horrible. I feel bad for Mandy Dakota Ro- Kai. Mandy Rose is not good. I, I, Her I, outfits are great. but I, I can say it to him blue in the face, or I can say it in 42 different languages. She's a horrendous wrestler. Yeah. Okay? I'm not even a wrestler, and I can tell she's bad. Right? You put that match on in front of like a wrestler, like a Jeff watched that match, he'll just tell you exactly how bad it is. I'm I'm you know the, She botched like three times. Yeah, there was a segment with Natty and Cora Jade, your friend, Cora yeah. Jade, friend of the program. I like Natty in that situation. I do too. So and do I, I like the promo in the back. She said, I'm putting you all on notice. Yeah. And then I looked around when they did a cam they panned the camera through that back area of all the women. I'm like they're all new talent. There's yeah, all new faces. That's back what it there. is. And I mean, for for Natalia to make her presence like similar to how Dolph Ziggler did, and um, then people were online saying well, Natty doesn't deserve to be there. She was never in NXT. I was like, doesn't well, matter though. I, no, but she's said, been in the business. I guess people for so never long. watched NXT. She gave Paige one of her first matches. She was in NXT for she a while. She beat Charlotte Flair. Beat her. Yeah, Charlotte Flair beat her to be NXT Women's Champion. Yep, an absolute banger of a match. Because remember, Bright and Rick were at ringside for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Natalia in that situation is perfect. That she, what that is what she is built to do. She is. She listen. We we always talk about how Dolph Ziggler and Kofi have been there for a while and all that stuff. But like, Natty's been Na- there longer. Natty's been there <laughs> for like. a really long time. Like yeah. Natalia's been there. So is Tamina. Like those two yeah, women. I, I don't know. How she those two about. women have, and even Naomi too. Those two women, Naomi, Naomi's first WrestleMania is WrestleMania 29. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. That's a long time. That's nine years. Yeah, nine years. But, I mean, Natalia's been there for, like, 14, 15 years. Now, 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 smart marks are out there on the internet world. Not like us, but, like, saying she, does, she doesn't deserve it. Fuck yeah, she deserves it. Let her be in NXT. Let her work with younger talent. Let her help what the future is of women's wrestling in WWE. I didn't realize I'm all like, in for that. How much Sign of the me up. future that they're like I'm watching the show and I'm looking at this match and I'm watching this match and I'm like these are all no name people which mm-hmm. I'm not and I don't mean that in a bad way. Uh, I mean that in a good we saw, way. We saw we saw Raquel Rodriguez yeah, get called up the other day. But yeah. I mean it is a shame for Dakota. But too. Yeah, it's a shame for Dakota for Dakota's EO. Dakota's now in an EO. Dakota and I could Kaylee Ray. Yeah, her too. Kay- yeah, Kaylee Ray. I mean, she's kind of. Yes, she's been with NXT UK and she was the oh, longest reigning long uh, champion. UK champion, yeah. but you know, it's a. Uh, it's been a while. You know, EO and oh, I think they, like Dakota is the big one. Dakota's been there longer than EO. She's been in NXT for a long yeah. time. Yep, a long time. She's like her She was back in NXT when Finn Balor was there the yeah. first time. Yeah, because she had two knee surgeries. Mm-hmm. Her and Io are like the old school black and gold women of mm-hmm. that company. 
And I mean, EO was really good. Yeah. I love EO. Did you? What did you think about the gauntlet match, the tag team gauntlet match, and the pretty deadly guys? I think they're cool heels. Pretty deadly is cool heel. Yeah. Um, I think it's nice to have the belts on the heels they're because really, the Creed, they are really making the Creed brothers fucking work for this man. Yeah. I, I thought that was they're, built they're, for them. They're pushing the Creed brothers like how AEW is pushing FTR as faces right now. Got it. Because right now FTR is Every, like they're all about the huge six faces, yep. six star Meltzer matches. I'm holding every belt hostage, those kind of guys. But they're getting over so much. And so are the Creed brothers. They were always Remember, over, Diamond Mine started off as a heel faction. Yeah. With, with, um, uh, what was the what was the guy's name? The, well, well you have Roddy Strong. Roddy Strong, but the two other guys were released. Mm-hmm. Then they bring the Creed brothers in. Then they got uh, the girl Ivy, too. Yep, Ivy Nile. Ivy yeah. Nile. But, I mean, the Creed brothers, that's the stranglehold on Diamond Mine. That's your big winner. Because if Roderick Strong's going to go to NXT UK and just have clinics with Dragunov, go for it. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Because Roderick Strong is, would not float above the water on the main roster. No, he actually I'm sorry. he actually fits in over there in the UK. He stuff. does. He's just a bruiser. Yeah. Like Roderick Strong's a phenomenal talent. He throws one of the best backbreakers I've ever seen in my life next to Bret Hart. But I mean his it's in a series of them too. Yeah, his talent is his mentality and in my opinion his style is garners more of the NXT UK. Yeah. He's not main roster material. He's not. He doesn't have the look. He doesn't have the gimmick. He needed He needed Undisputed Air. He did. He needs yeah. to be in a group. Why do you think he got thrown to another group? Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, what's Diamond Mine? It's a group. Oh, Roger Strong's in it. Not surprised. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? But they're doing good work. I, you know, I, I like that match. However, I don't think they know how they want to go about the allegations and everything and why they took the championship off because well, they made no mention of it. That's perfectly fine. You Which know is what fine. I mean? You know, because you know, guilty until proven uh, innocent until proven guilty. So you think the other guy is gonna get time on TV? I hope so. His tag that guy's too fucking talented. Yeah, to not get TV time, uh, they got to do something. They got to try. So technically, there was a third member of this group. He's still in. He's in, in uh, impact. Impact. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they could try to steal him over somehow and then have another MSK. I, whatever. I. I I don't know. That that's a tough blow for him because um uh I mean, what was his he, name? Wes, right? Yeah. When you get brought up as a tag team and all of a sudden your partner gets you know, released. Right. Shit, what do I do now? Happens all the time. Yeah. I think the best I mean I mean look what happened to Otis and Tucker. Or I mean you, again, they weren't the greatest tag team but Or you put him in a faction with uh Trick Williams and, and Carmelo. Mm. Not a bad. I like Carmelo. That match was good. <laughs> the opening match was very good with Solo, Solo yeah. and uh, Cameron Grimes. Yep. Very good. Very good match. Cameron Grimes is very good wrestler. I like the post, uh, uh, post-match post My uh, boy Trick. Angle. Right My there boy Trick did. and Melo. Melo's the fucking future. Melo's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I think Melo. shoot, he don't miss. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, Braun Breaker. Have fun with Joe Gacy. Okay. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Joe Wayne Gacy. Have fun with him. Um, What do you think about the new championships? White strap for the women with the multicolor in the background. That's fine. I actually like it. I think it's different. It it fits it. You know what I mean? mean, It's not obnoxious. No, it's not. NXT is trying to be different, like colorful and all that shit. That's perfectly fine. I I think it's very fitting. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a nice change. It was. It was a nice change. The white strap is always a, a... beautiful thing. Some people say that the white strap intercontinental is the greatest belt of all time. I, I like the black strap. That's why it's hanging on the wall in my opinion. I mean, I'm not mad. I, I I'm can't not, argue you, that. You can't be I, mad I, at I, it. I gotta fall in line with that statement. You can't be mad at it. I, I like the white strap. It just pops. It does. You see it. You know what I mean? So Yeah. But, but I mean, so, why are we here today? <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> talking about professional wrestling. After, but, after, way after that. But we've talked about so many champions so far in the show, whether it be Braun Breaker mm-hmm. or Mandy Rose or Roman Reigns. But, you know, what about the champions that never were champions, that never were world heavyweight champions? As we know, there's a lot of them. There's man. so many wrestlers out there in history that we can date back to that have never won the big one. Even though they had all the skills for it. They sniffed the top. They sniffed it. They had their matches, mm-hmm. right? 
a tag team that I'm going to talk about a little bit later on actually won it at a taping, but it got taken away from them. Yep. We spoke about this in the past. Yeah. But, I mean, now why is it these guys never got the rub? A good example is Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts was, was supposed to be world heavyweight champion in 1991. Okay. Let me guess why he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it had everything to do with what was it, Piper's Pit, and he got hurt and then no. he went into alcoholism. No, no that's a that's a good it. educated it's, guess. It's though. a good guess. So, so no, it was a SummerSlam. It was SummerSlam '91, and the plan was to have Jake the Snake go into a feud with the Ultimate Warrior mm. yeah. after SummerSlam. And he was going to get the belt. Oh, yes. That was the same. the reason. Yes. Yes. The Ultimate Warrior eventually screwed out Jake the Snake. Yes. Because he And that's why. The ransom letter. Yes. Basically. Yep. Let me hold this over your fucking head, Vince. Yeah. Okay. These are my list of demands. And this was in the A&E documentary, too. It was. Yep. So that cost Jake the Snake millions of dollars and to be a world heavyweight champion. And he is, in, even in that documentary, and to this day, and I think he... He's still pissed to this day. He was still pissed, and in the documentary, um, Ultimate Warrior was very hesitant to see him backstage when he got inducted, he being the Warrior, got inducted yeah. in 2014 into the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Because, because that would have been their first time since around that time that they kind of were near each other and it was almost on site like uh-huh. jake the snake was like if i see you i'm putting hands on you because like at that time jake the snake was a huge fucking guy Absolutely. in that company like yeah hulk hogan's hulk hogan no one beat him but like you knew jake the snake you Roberts. take away hulk hogan jake the snake was there yeah everybody had everybody had in the in the crowd the little blow up snake you know what i mean he was huge because if hogan huge. wasn't on every week uh, Jake was. Yeah. Jake the Snake had the wrestling buddy. He had mm-hmm. the figures. He had all the shit. You know what I mean? He had the t-shirts. He was a big face. And he would have been a World Heavyweight Champion if the program with Ultimate Warrior wasn't canceled because Vince McMahon fired Ultimate Warrior that same night of SummerSlam. He gave him his letter of resignation the second he came back from the curtain and said, you're fired in front of Jake the Snake Roberts. In front of Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts, arguably one of the best performers on the microphone in the history of wrestling. And didn't have Psych- to yell or scream and get his point across. Just It's psychological. The psychological stuff that goes through his head when he's giving promos was he's ridiculous. Just talking like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like the promos of him in the showers with Damien with the steam and shit <laughs> from when I was like seven years old. I was like, whoa, like this is crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you look back on it now and you look back at the people that were giving promos like, yeah, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, whatever. Ultimate Warrior's back was turned, didn't count. Macho Man was high on coke the entire time, in my opinion. It was crazy. But like Jake the Snake, like psychologically, shit that you seen with like Bray Wyatt and like stuff that, like with Aleister Black, like all these guys that like the like the weird gimmick guys. A lot of that stuff that they dates do, back to Jake the Snake. Yeah, comes from absolutely because he was one of your first cerebral kind. of He was like, talents. I think yeah. he was one of the first ones. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he was, he wasn't a weird guy, but like he, he just he came came across <laughs> as like a psychopath, but in a good way. Yeah. He really did. I wish he was a champion. Like, to me, like, I I always I talk you, about... Mr. Perfect. I'm in the wheelhouse, blah, 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 you know. Rick Rude. Rick Rude. I mean, Mr. Perfect. It, it's, yeah, it's we'll talk about those guys, this, but Jake the Snake is you up can, there. You can arguably. say that about a lot of the golden era mid-card. That those guys were held down, obviously, yeah. we know, because of Hogan. Yeah. From being elevated. Even when Hogan champion. was in Hollywood. The even, choice was to put it on Warrior. Yep. Because Vince McMahon was so Set one-sided. On, yeah. On right? this body type, this kind of style, this, yeah. When, when, when you Showmanship. Have, when you have the Ultimate Warrior wrestling a six-minute main event, but your pre-main event is a 22-minute match with Mr. Perfect and somebody else, or Rick Rude and somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Those guys were ridiculous. Rick Rude, Ted DiBiase, Mr. Perfect, all the, those guys, you know... Even someone like Roddy Piper. I'm looking at the wall of figures right now. Roddy Piper was never a WWF champion. Never. He was an intercontinental champion. Mm-hmm. 
He beat the Mountie at the 92 Royal Rumble, and then he gave the rub to Bret Hart at WrestleMania 8. Yeah. But, I mean, Roddy Piper, Roddy Piper as a heel was, like, the most hated guy in the world back yeah, in WrestleMania 1, we, WrestleMania we did 2. A, we did a, a, an episode on him. We were talking about yeah. you know, how he is one of the, the – he's one of my favorite heels of all time. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like The day I got the figure, I came over, I brought it over, and we started talking about him. We started him. talking about him. But, I mean, like, he had the appeal – whether being a really, I mean, the problem was Hulkamania was born when his heel run was the was the biggest. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, you he know, he was coming he, over he, into this area in this territory and, and stuff. He was bigger before. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't selling what Hogan was. I mean, if Hogan never existed, no, maybe he would be champion. I'll tell you what, he's got the most heat out of anybody. Absolutely, he, he almost got killed in what was that, Mexico, Puerto Rico, oh, Puerto Rico. Him and Ric Flair must died in Puerto Rico. Was that he played the Mexican national anthem? Yes, he played La Cucaracha. Yeah. Yep. I think he got stabbed. Ah, yeah. I think he got stabbed in the leg or something like that. But, I mean, Jake the Snake and Roddy Piper are just two great examples of guys who never got their chance. You know what I mean? And this is is the 90s. Yeah. This is is the golden era. And I have have another one. Like I've always said, Owen is better than Brett. Mm -hmm. We've said it before. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. We'll say it again. Owen Hart is better than Bret Hart. Everywhere. Ring. Charisma. Agreed. Promo. Shame that he was never champion. Yeah. Shame. I think it's because of his size. He was smaller than Brett. But you know what? He was They more... never had a champion that small. Yeah. He seemed to be more of a team player. I mean, he's a fucking blue blazer for God's yeah. sakes, you know? Like he was in the nation, you know? <laughs> like he anything you asked? He was in the Heart Foundation. He was in the Heart Foundation. He was in the and, New and Foundation. Unfortunately, what you asked him to do. He was in High Energy with Coco Beware. High Energy, yes. You know what I mean? Oh, right, a WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. Coco Beware. Yeah, <laughs> as, as we shake our head and roll our eyes. <laughs> the bird or him? No. <laughs> Frankie? Frankie? Frankie was awesome. Frankie's in there. All right. Frankie, if there's a mascot Hall of Fame, Frankie's in there. It would Matilda's Matilda. in there. Damien's uh, Damien. number one. Yep. Right? Well, we're rounding out a fucking zoo over there. Yeah. Right? The, who else was there? Uh, is that the other animals? Mm, yeah. There's probably some. There's probably some just random ones. Like, no one ever brought a tiger to the ring or nothing like that. No, I don't like, think I, I would get a little that. crazy. Yeah. Matilda was awesome, though. So was Frankie and Damien. But, I mean, Owen Hart, again, it's a shame what happened to the guy. It shouldn't have happened to him, but he should have had the opportunity. Because, I mean, his push, King of the Ring. Slam your award-winning Owen Hart. Beats his brother at the biggest night of the year, WrestleMania 10. Who walks out as the fucking champion? Bret Hart. How Bret, I don't, I don't know. Was it the glasses? Was it the purple, the black? I, I don't know how he got over. And Bret to this day is still the same. And I don't guy. even know if Vince has an answer. Because who, who are your top baby faces? Him and Luger. But there's another guy who we haven't even talked about yet. Another big name. Can you guess who I'm going to say? Absolutely. Yep, pointing up to him. Literally. And, and, and figuratively. His figure is second from the top. <laughs> I mean, Razor Ramon slash Scott Hall. His run. Now, I want to know if there's a bigger backstory to that. Because there, were, I don't think there's... We're, we're, we mentioned a few. I don't think there was anybody else other than maybe Jake as a second who was more poised to be champion and being built as such. Had the tools. Had You're the right. tools, everything. You're absolutely right. Was given right. the pyro, the the look, the everything. Mm-hmm. You know, because Razor Ramon, you know, Scott Hall is a big fucking dude. Bret Hart didn't get pyro. No, but Razor did. Razor was the first one to get it in the ring, I think, mm-hmm. like that. Um, him and Shawn Michaels. Him and Shawn, yeah. And Diesel, too. Diesel didn't? Okay. Yeah. Diesel had it, like, looking like rain. Where, uh, well, he did too. Razor had like the shooting, oh, shooting gold. Out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So you know, he's one of the guys who definitely is at that top of the Mount Rushmore of I didn't get that championship run, but I'm totally owed it. Oh, I'm deserving yeah. of it. I mean, again, when you think of ladder matches, you think of Razor Ramon right. and Shawn Michaels. Yep. Right. Actually, I take that back. You think of Shawn Michaels, then you think of Razor Ramon because and you it's think a shame. Of- you think of Sean coming down off the ladder. On you top think of him, him doing the splash. Yep. 
It gets big. It gets higher every time. Oh, it's thirty feet. Oh, just like uh, how Andre gets heavier every yeah. time Hogan tells the story yeah. of the slam. Eight hundred and twenty-seven pounds is Andre. You wait a ton. Shawn Michaels jumped thirty feet off the fucking ladder. <laughs> right. It was like ten feet off the ground. But still, though, I mean, that was something that we that we never I mean, saw. Was, oh, wrestling. so you know, we actually so somebody else who was supposed to get a run with it, and we spoke to him was Tito Santana. Absolutely. There's another guy. There you go. You, digging like, back like, to like, our like, right like we're wheeling into I the mid card of the WWF right here. But the here. mid card, all of those guys, like I said a little earlier, were all at that time were all on the same level, yeah. and you could have picked any one of them, and they would have been a convincing they enough champion. So over, and they would have got over because they were over in the mid card. The mid card in the ni- late '80s, early '90s was so over compared to what it is today where there's a lot of diamonds in the rough and some people who just never make it on scene that there is no carton boys there is no mid card right now no because when you when you recycle the same product every week well there is no mid card like like to, okay if like right now if there's a mid card Bobby Lashley is a mid card wrestler when he, yeah when technically he a, technically he is yeah it's a shame because he was a world heavyweight champion right. you know what I mean but go that's, ahead. That's what but happens when belts are held hostage. You yeah, know, and same, in this case, we're back to the same thing. We're again. back to the same thing. Right. We're back to the same ways. But what, who, who else? Thirty could, years ago, thirty-four yeah. years ago. Who else could we consider back then to be um, somebody else who, uh, other than I again, mean, you know, we spoke about Mister Perfect. I mean, Million Dollar Man's another one. You, 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 Ted you, you, you talk about heel. You talk about heels at that time. You talk about heels. The most infamous promo he did was with the kid with the basketball. Yeah. Right. He was shoving hundred dollar bills in people's mouths, in wrestlers' mouths, jobbers' mouths. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like when you when you look at the, when you look at the heels at that time, like Rick Rude, yeah. But like DiBiase was different. Like he made sure that everybody hated you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like he was a very very good heel. He came across as a douchebag and a big son of a bitch too. Yeah, he came across as a pompous, arrogant son of a bitch who took advantage of everybody. Who was a millionaire? It was I awesome. Mean, he was a millionaire. Everything fits you know what that I mean? Bill. Because Hogan's run when Hogan had the belt hostage. Oh, Hogan's run. It sounds when, like a yeah. bad uh, movie. When Hogan's movie. when Hogan's run, his heels that he beat, right? King Kong Bundy, uh, Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man was a ten times better face than a heel, in my opinion. What do you think about that statement? I think he was a tweener. I think he functioned better in that role where you didn't know where he the was peak going. of Macho Man was between four and five when he became champion. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I take that back. WrestleMania three heel Macho Man was very good. Oh, well. I mean, you know, the match of the century, match right match of the year. Then they made double axe handle on the fucking on a steel barricade, <laughs> Ricky Steamboat yeah, breaking it's, your it's, it's voice up. box, whatever it was called. But I mean, like. In the promo. If you inserted, T- and I'm sure DiBiase wrestled Hogan for the title, but like if you inserted DiBiase with any of those champions, Ultimate Warrior or Hulk Hogan, that were champion during that time, he fit that heel role well. Yeah, and he was a great talent in the ring too. Remember, Macho Man beat him in the yep. finals at WrestleMania Four. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, he was the best choice because. As for, he was the best heel in that tournament because Andre got eliminated. Butch Reed made no sense. You're not going to have Dino Bravo lose to Macho Man in the final round. Yeah. The one-man gang made unrealistic because of his size. The best guy was 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 uh, DiBiase for that. Right? I mean, like, that's the 80s and 90s. And, Owen, and Owen Hart kind of took over the, the mid-90s for me. Yeah. And Scott Hall slash Razor Ramon. Yeah. Now, entering kind of like the Attitude Era, a lot of people say that Ken Shamrock could have been a world heavyweight champion. I don't think so. He was uh, he was intercontinental champion. He was. And I you think talk about mid-card? I, that, he yeah, was I think that was his peak. Just straight line mid-card. I think that was his peak. I, don't, I didn't see him as a convincing enough champion. He came in really to, strong, though. Well, of course, hot off the UFC, which was very yeah, new at that time. It was. Ken Shamrock today would be a license to print money. Absolutely. Because that's what they're piggybacking off Absolutely. of. Absolutely. They're going for that real sports feel. Yeah. And, you know, doing everything I UFC still think does. Dana White owns like 1% of the WWE because every fucking time there's something with a show, we always hear the words UFC. 
Yeah, you know they're in bed a little bit. You know, yeah, I scratch yeah. my back, you scratch mine, yeah. sort of thing. It's it's business. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll never understand it, but we we get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ken Shamrock today would work, and he this guy would be a killer. Ken Shamrock operates like Brock Lesnar right now. You put you insert Brock with Ken Shamrock doing the same exact things, totally convincible. Yeah. Uh, convincible. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Convincing. Convincing. Yes. I make my this is my podcast. I make up my own yeah. fucking words. I think I mean I it's funny cuz cuz when when I listen to the episode back like a couple of days later, I'll just hear myself like not make sense in three sentences like, "Hmm." You're like, "Oh, you <laughs> jerk." <laughs> Grammatically, see, that is when you know that we don't edit because it's true. We don't edit. The only time we edit is if the computer stops and it did stop, but we won't tell you where, see if you catch it. But um yeah, we don't edit here, but go ahead. Um so yeah, Ken, finishing on Kem Shamrock. That's where he fits. It, and he came in strong. He came in hot. Do you remember how he debuted? Let me see. Let me ask you this question. Uh, you know how Ken Shamrock debuted? I forget, but I was totally into the product he at was, that time. He was a guest referee. Yes. For, for Austin's match? Bret Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Bret Hart and Austin. And he uh, he bellied, he gave a belly to belly bat to... Yep. to um, he he was like Kurt Angle before to Kurt Angle got there. Yes. Yep. And now I mean, if you go back in the I can't attitude think era, of other other than I mean, Ken Shamrock, I don't think. Like I said, I don't think he was main event level championship material, but mm-hmm. he fit in the place that he was at, and he did that well. Yeah, he did. As far as anybody else back there in the mid card, it was tough. The attitude era is a very tough era to judge with people who should have been champion because there were a lot of champions. There were a lot of champions, some who didn't deserve it, and others who just actually like who? were fine. Who do you think didn't, didn't deserve it? Uh, it it's hard. I have one, in my opinion, Kane. He was champion. I mean, he, granted, he was champion for like two days, but still. No, I think he I was think, too new. I think that was too fine similar to Undertaker. Because that feud too was, similar to Undertaker. Well, of course, but I think that feud was super hot that they had to go with that. <laughs> well, he beat Stone Cold to be champion, I believe. Well, you know, yeah. that whole year. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, but like when you, when you when you take away the champions from the Attitude Era, Stone Cold, Rock, Triple H, Mick Foley, Undertaker, Kane, am I missing anybody? Vince Chris McMahon. Jericho, Vince McMahon, <laughs> Vince McMahon, yeah, Vince McMahon was champion. Uh, right? I, I, Are you surprised that now? Here's a question: Are you surprised that Shane McMahon was never a champion? A world heavyweight champion. No, I'm not. He was a European champion. He was a European champion and a hardcore champion. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not. Um, just the way Vince operates. I'm not surprised either. Yeah. Because, I mean, to be honest, just like That's this That's fine, past... because everybody would have said uh, it's nepotism, blah, 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 and everybody would have pissed on it anyway. Yeah. Um, See, here's the thing. If, 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 if Shane McMahon was actually a WWE champion, I don't think people would have cared. Mm. Okay. It's Vince. Well, it also Vince if he Vince. was at that time, mm-hmm. it would have been around the time that he owned WCW, like they were starting that oh, yeah. invasion angle because yeah. it would have made sense. But you can't have Shane McMahon going to your ratings as champion trying, <laughs> no. to, trying to be WCW. <laughs> right. It's Stone Cold and Stone Cold only. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rock, Undertaker, fine. Names like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that kind of and I'm, unless you have somebody else that I'm not thinking of, I think that kind of ends it. I'll tell you somebody who I never thought would be a WWE champion. Based on what you've seen from him in New Generation and in Attitude Era, is JBL. I would have yeah. never, and I and I was not watching during name. JBL's big run mm-hmm. to put basically his whole run was to put over like Eddie and Ray and John definitely Cena, Cena right? Because yeah. he but, put him over. I mean, he but, had some. He he. I know he, he had he some. He bled a lot too. He did. He had matches he with did. Taker, Big Show. He had a huge feud with later on in life. Eddie with the Guerrero. APA and then part of the Blackjacks or whatever. Mm-hmm. He he never was like a. Well, he was Justin Hawk. Justin Bradshaw, Hawk Bradshaw. Yeah. Blackjacks, Disciples of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. No, not not the OA. I'm sorry. The uh, the APA. APA. Yeah. Um, but like you saw it slowly turn when he changed his look in the APA. He went from black hair, slick back with the armband with, to with a mustache to being a, a guy drinking beer and playing cards to be a guy that's lined up. You know what I mean? Nice haircut. You yeah. can tell something was changing, but I mean, no, that that's a good example of a champion that you thought would never be champion. Yeah, it was JBL. I mean, 
But as far as what we're talking about here, so it ends for me at the Attitude Era. Going into Mine's that, Christian. No, so uh, that's a throwback yeah. to Jeff. But, I mean, I didn't think he would be champion. And to be honest, like, like this is my hot take of the episode. I feel the same way about Jeff Hardy. I really do. Yeah, I didn't. I really do. I, I wasn't around for it. The only it. reason not why a, Jeff Hardy's Jeff champion. Hardy. I, I like the Hardys. Vote. Yeah. I wasn't watching when Jeff was champion because Jeff was one of the people who had the spinner belt too, right? You did. It was him, John, and Orton before Orton changed it. Punk had it too. No. Punk didn't have the spinner. No, he had the ugly belt. The yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's all I remember. Edge had that. the spinner belt too. Yeah, oh, yep, yep. Because I think he cashed in. I, I just didn't see Jeff Hardy as a champion. Like, that opportunity could have gone to somebody else. Who would have... So, going back to... It should have gone to Booker T before it became King so, Booker. So, Booker T... So, Booker T, even though King Booker... Is the Booker, epitome yeah. of... He falls in line with the Razor, the Ted... But King... King Booker, and obviously King Booker, because that was when he was at his peak. And he, he, no, he and was. He a ran world, into a, a. He was a world heavyweight champion. Yes, I know. He was. He was as King Booker. Batista beat him at Survivor Series. I want to mm. say like in the mid two thousands, but when he was Booker T, like when he ran into that roadblock known as Triple, Triple H, H. That's what I think. That's that's the big one that a lot of people talk about. Because mm-hmm. again, Booker T co-main evented WrestleMania 19. Mm-hmm. He was he was he was one of the biggest faces in the company. Huge huge streak, hot just straight hot for the he company. He was the only one who came in off WCW with the rocket strap. To yes, him. and the problem was that, that Triple was H didn't want to get he, pinned. He hurt Stone Cold, which he thought I'm dead in the water. Yeah, but it didn't it didn't phase him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you who else s- in that? Who else in that time period? Uh, that wasn't a champion? That should have been a champion, never got the chance to be. Because I think it gets very bleak. After we get into Attitude Era... There's a lot of champions. There's a lot of champions. You could just run them off. Jericho was, Guerrero they was. They started just giving Angle these was. belts away, and it yeah. wasn't as prestigious and Rock, Lesnar, Ray Mysterio, Randy Orton, Mark Henry. Big Show? Yeah, Big Show was champion. He beat Brock Lesnar, and then then um, at Survivor Series in New York, that's when Heyman turned on Lesnar. Mm. That's when Lesnar became a face. Or no, no, he wasn't leaving at that time. No, this was early, and yeah, got it. But like, and then and then you got the guys that like worked for a long time for the company that never won a title at all. Like, oh no, Bob Holly won a tag team belt and a hardcore belt. Mm -hmm. But like Bob Holly had a match. Bob Holly had a WWE Championship match at Royal Rumble against Brock Lesnar mm. one year. That was, that was the year that Benoit won it. But I mean, like, that you're right. The WWE, like, it's kind of hard to talk about this category because because when you brought it up to me, I was after '95, like, it kind of stops. Yeah, that's what. And I said that to you in the text message. You asked me, "Hey, what topic we want to do? What do yeah. you think about this?" I said, "We know because we've mentioned it." Mm-hmm. Like, every 10 episodes, we always bring this up because it's a big thing. It is. We talk about the same people, but mm-hmm. they're in the same era all the time. They are. Going past that, I think, is the real challenge to find anybody and, that, and that's the problem is the fact that they throw belts in everybody now. So, look at today's Like, today, like today climate. you could so probably look at, look at go back and, and figure out who should be champion. I mean, I think Finn Balor can have another run with the belt. I Here's my thing. Technically, on paper, yes, he was. For I'm day. not counting it. I'm not mm, counting it. Yes, it. it it'll go down in history as they always say. <laughs> as the first, but he won it. Universal champion never got a chance to do anything with it. All right, so and never sniff the top again until the ropes so let's, magically. Broke. So let's spin this to a 180 now. We talked about for the past 24 minutes. We talked about the wrestlers that never had their chance to be champion because that's how it was back in the day. You fast forward now, 25 years later, to a whole new different climate, whole new different clientele of wrestling. And there's a lot of wrestlers out there right now that haven't become world champion. That, in our mind, we can see being champion, mm-hmm. right? What What about names like Riddle? You think Riddle will ever be a world champion? I think it's a little, for me, it's a little early to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff that I see from WWE in presentation and what they like from him. He's a license to print money. Yes. He's a license to do I say it for re- any segment. I say it reluctantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'll say yes, but there's an asterisk next to that. Okay. Um, who else could be? champion? I didn't think right Kofi now? would have ever been champion. I think I I know 
he I don't think he was he was always Universal champ. No, he was Who? WWE champion. Kofi? No, I'm I'm thinking of Kevin Owens. He was a Universal. He champion. was Universal, not WWE. Right? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, not so much. I thought. Kevin so, Owens, I thought yes. in my mind, I thought Cesaro was going to be a champion one day. Well, everybody thought that, like once a year. One one day. Yeah. One day, I really thought he was going to be a champion. But then, but then you look at guys like Omos, right? You you look as you roll your eyes. Think about it, though. If it's that, that's that. Old. When was the last time they had a giant champion like that? Kali. Now nah, that's a guy who would never should have never been champion. <laughs> and I think they realized that quick. Yes. But I mean the reason why champion. he was champion was because of and him his size. Yeah. Right? When he, when in India. When 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 you go face to face with Undertaker and Undertaker's sh- shorter than you and you're yeah. a world champion, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean if you Because then it's hard to picture anybody else being when you're that big, you almost shouldn't be champion because it's the appearance of like who beats you. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And right and now, it's not, and it's not believable. Yeah. And right now, the problem is the WWE's roster isn't that big, and it's not that big. But they don't even give the people who are there the proper chances the because rub. certain right certain people hold the belt hostage because that's you know what me, they choose. You know to do. chances Baron Corbin had to be world champion? A lot. Think about this. A guy lot for early a and none of late. Think about this for a second. He Baron Corbin hot. won Money in the Bank. Yeah. John Cena foiled. He is one of the only guys to not cash in successfully. Next it's like to, him, um, Damian, Damian Sandow, Sandow yeah. Braun Strowman, yeah. John Cena is another one. When John Cena won Money in the Bank, he didn't cash in. Oh. Hmm. He, he didn't cash in successfully. Hmm. I didn't know that he had an unsuccessful cash in. Yeah, you did. You did. Mm, stumped me right there. Mm-hmm. What about now? So something we couldn't talk about back then because they were seem seemingly non-existent. What about women? What women wrestlers right now that have been champion that should be? <laughs> yeah, I I know it's a very small sample size, but there's only like three. Think about it; they've all been champions. Give me a woman that hasn't been champion: Zelina Vega. Carmella has, Rhea okay. Ripley has, Liv Morgan. She tried. Dewdrop, not on TV enough. Dana Brooke, don't even tell me about that. All right. Yeah, Mandy Rose good. is champion, but in a different brand. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Mandy, ma- ma- yeah, ma- yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Oops. I mean, Charlotte lost it 14 times to right. five or six different women. Yeah. You know, Naomi was champion. Talia's been champion. Shayna Baszler hasn't. Nia Jax was, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, like it's a lot harder for the men, especially now where the the population size is a lot smaller. Like Ricochet will never be champion. I know that. That's perfectly fine with me. So I mean, <laughs> it's acceptable. It's I acceptable. live with it. I live with it. It's fine, right? So <laughs> it's fine. I mean, but you never know. Maybe Vince McMahon will wake up one day and say, "I want this guy as my champion." Austin Theory, he may be champion down the road. Yeah. Braun Breaker, that's the future. Yeah, I right? mean, that's the, the future. A lot of the smaller guys are living in a better era where they can see themselves as champion. As the back then, you were seen mm-hmm. as a novelty. Dominic Mysterio, to the top. no chance. Oh God, no, no chance. Please, no, no, no chance. No chance no of chance. you becoming a, a world heavyweight champion. Not at all. But and it all goes back to Cody. <laughs> it all goes back to Cody Rhodes, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I felt. I mean, I think. I thought this was a fun time. Yeah, we cooked we cooked this goose, man. Yeah, we did. I mean, there's a little Thursday morning sesh. Uh, we're gonna go eat something now. I but, know uh, Tom has no doctor's appointments now. After I had to get I had to get, a, had to get my, my my shot this morning. That's okay. That's that, fine. That that whooping cough. Ooh. Baby's coming. Um, just to just to be safe. And then later on today, I'm getting the car seat installed. So once I get the car seat installed, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I can do it for you. You don't need to go to the. No, nah, I, I got Sean doing it. Uh, oh, oh, it works. Yep. Yeah. But um, where can you find us? And you have the up a baby one, right? I think so. Okay. All he, all he's literally gonna do is do it in four minutes. Not even four minutes is way too long to do it. But two clicks and you're in. That's it. That's, that's the best part said. about it. That's what she said. Hey, that's it. It's all. So, t- two strokes is all it takes. Yeah. 
So what's 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 next for us? I mean, Tom's a million dollar we're gonna, stroke. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna release a video this week of all of our week. Actually, we sh I should release a video next week. All of our weekly purchases. I'm gonna try to go get tours. some. I'm off today. Figures. Julia's at school. It's a beautiful day until about four o'clock when the rain the yeah. storm rolls in. I'm gonna try to go hunting to see if I can find some figs. You can find something. I have a mean Mark coming next week. I have a Ric Flair coming next week. I just got a honky tonk man. But yeah, the the walls are getting thin, but it is what it is. But hey, uh, Sons and of the Flip pegs are getting warm. The pegs are getting warm. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of Flip Radio. Where can you find us? Anywhere in social media, Facebook, Instagram. That's you already it, know man. that. We're all over the. We're all over the place. Twitter. Come talk to us. Uh, email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com yeah I have nobody in my emails nobody in my mentions <laughs> man I say it every week but nobody wants to just drop, us, wants to drop us a give line. us a topic just give us something give us something give you know something. I was actually real quick before before we head out you know when you said the topic and you posted it that was the yeah. first time I've seen like a lot of I can't say a lot of engagement, but like right off the bat, as people as are it, people were really us. into that yeah. this topic. So I hope you guys all tuned in this week, which yeah. we know you did. We know you did because you're listening. All right, but uh, no, I mean we're gonna do more topics. I mean we were we were suffocated. It's been a while since we had like a topic. We were topic, suffocated you know? by the stranglehold known as WrestleMania for a while. Hey, that's okay. And a lot of breaking news, but you know when we come up with a new topic, we'll definitely post it on our social media so everyone can volunteer and just give their two cents. And that's the best thing about doing this is hearing back from you, the listener. But uh, you know, for the 107th time, as always, I am your co-host, $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Always join with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Hey. We are Sons of Liberty. We're going to go on with our lives today, eat some good food. And in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And as always, peace, love, and wrestling. You're...